Hello and welcome to Beer Beards and Football, where football analysis is made easy. I'm your host, Sanlim Zinyane, and with me, as per usual, I've got Tiniko Baloyi. Say hi to your guest, Tiniko. Hi, how are you? Fine, thanks in yourself. Uh, today, we have a very stacked show. Uh, we're going to be talking everything, the special fifth spot in the English Premier League. Everybody's vying for that spot. Uh, we'll just break that down for you. And then we have Liverpool. We'll be chopping it up about Alisson's injury and everything that needs to be chopped up about Liverpool, really. And then we're going to be taking a journey into our first, or rather the inaugural PSL segment of Beer Beards and Football. How are you feeling about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, without further ado, uh, the special fifth spot. We've got Everton, Sheffield United, Manchester United and Wolves. Arsenal as well, you know, just to make them feel good about themselves. True. In there, vying for the fifth spot due to the fact that Manchester City has been banned for the next two seasons to participate in all European competitions. This is obviously sad news for myself being a Manchester City fan, but how do you feel about the other teams vying for the fifth spot? I think it's a, it's a great opportunity for all the other teams who couldn't really qualify. Mm-hmm. So now there's, there's like a lifeline thrown to them. So now it's a thing of, hey, let's qualify. It's also going to make the, the, the Premier League a bit more exciting because now everyone who can actually gun for the fifth spot can put in the work and show that they, they, they really deserve it. And in fact, I'm really I'm really impressed with Arsenal's run of form as of late. Mm-hmm. I think they won 3-3, three, three, ne? I'm not sure about the stats because I don't watch Arsenal. All they do is tweet. <laughs> All they do is tweet, yeah. And also, we're always talking about Manchester United's con- inconsistency. Yeah. But lately, they've been consistent, uh, re- uh, looking at the fact that they, they, they won the Manchester derby. Yeah. And uh, Sheffield, honestly, has, has just been... Outstanding. Outstanding, yeah, yeah. The whole season. If, if I think if City were not banned yeah. and Liverpool were to win the Champions League, then Sheffield were the ones who so were most likely to, out to of qualify. All, out, of, out, of, out of the clubs that I had mentioned, do you feel that Sheffield United is the most deserving of the UEFA Champions League qualification? Based on merit, yes. Okay, what would make Everton, Manchester United, who are seeing an upturn in form despite Everton's 4-0 loss to Chelsea, what would make them undeserving of the fifth spot? Because personally, I feel as if the teams won't feel that it was necessarily deserved for them to qualify for the Champions League, considering that the spot was made available due to, you know, the circumstances of another. At this point, regardless of how they qualify, regardless whether it was a VR decision or someone got something, mm. uh, the other teams will obviously feel away because they didn't get the spot. And looking at how, looking at form, first of all, Amongst all the other teams, Sheffield has been side with the better form compared That's to true. all the other teams. Yeah. For all the other teams, it's just a spark of form that comes out of nowhere. It's like a dip comes and leaves. So in terms of Sheffield, yeah, deserving. Deserving. So we have Sheffield United clinching the fifth spot based on Diniko's uh, interpretations. Now that we have established who will finish fifth, we head on over to Merseyside and field rather. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. They need three wins out of the remaining nine games to clinch the title. It has never been this close. A 30-year wait seems to have finally ended for Liverpool and their fans. And uh, do you feel, considering that they're playing uh, Atletico Madrid at the time of this recording tonight, do you feel like they can pull off the double? Yes. The reason why I'm saying that is because Liverpool are playing at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, So for them, it's like they're playing at their own backyard. So support is going to be there and more than anything i don't think that they don't want to let their home supporters down i mean based on the game that they played the past weekend 
you could see how, how yeah. Klopp was celebrating, how it more than I think for him it was a thing of we, we let our fans down on three occasions successive successively. Yes, sir. Yeah. It was a thing of he doesn't want to do it again, doesn't want to go through it again. Because his celebration meant more than Liverpool winning the game, in my opinion. For him, the way he celebrated it was as if he has already won the league. The title, the, yeah. The title, yeah. Although and they won't admit it. Yeah, they won't. And he said himself that, I mean, winning games is as good as gains the players and the team confidence. Yeah. Everyone is confident. But when you start losing out, then uh, it shows that we're actually vulnerable. And it shows, it, like for the supporters, it, 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 it means that, hey, our team is not really putting in good work or whatnot. And uh, I don't think that they, they're going to drop points going forward. Uh, they're playing Everton next Monday, uh, which should be a tricky tricky one. Definitely. Yeah, because uh, ever since Carlo Angelotti has taken over from Everton, they haven't lost the game other than the one at Chelsea. Yeah. We'll, we'll just see, because I think if, if they win all three, by the time they play Manchester City, we'll be seeing the God of Honor at the Etihad. Tragedy. <laughs> you know... Going back to, I just want to piggyback to the fact that you mentioned uh, the confidence that they needed after winning, you know, at the weekend. It's integral considering the fact that they're playing Atletico at the time of this recording tonight on this day. Mm. It's a very, very important, you know, match for them. But considering the fact that Allison is injured, I just want to even think beyond the game that's happening tonight, looking further into the, the Premier League, which they have already won, granted. But, you know, you always want your players fit for, you know, important matches. You feel like the Allison injury will impact, you know, negatively considering the woes that Adrian has had? I don't think, I don't think not as much. But uh, I think we've, we've said that this before that uh, the back four is, is is very important. The relationship that the goalkeeper and the two defenders have is yeah. one of the most re- important relationships on the pitch. I think at training grounds, not the, the first the first choice goalkeeper is not usually on the same side as the first choice defenders he's keeping on the opposite end so i think what then not always but i think that what then would happen is that adrian has some sort of understanding with the two defenders Virgil van Dijk and joe gomez yeah and yeah. gomez so i don't think he he has he has his woes. He has. He's not as confident as Allison. As Allison yeah, because you know that Allison is is like a young Edison. You mm. know that mm. he's good with his feet. He's he's a shot stop. He's not. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say he's. I also, I also a goalkeeper. He's Old a shot that he, stopper. He probably has also sweeper keeper yeah, capabilities. More than, yeah, more yeah. than anything. But as compared to Adrian, Adrian, he's he's not as 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 confident as 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 Allison. But I'm I'm hoping that uh, Klopp managed to to condition him well and other than Klopp he he should also be able to condition himself well but uh, I don't think that the goalkeeping department should be a problem for for Liverpool going forward considering also the fact that you know with with clubs you know with injury there's a player coming in also you know Mm. coming back from injury and that has happened with Liverpool especially with Jordan Henderson he's actually also coming in for this tie against Atletico Madrid and you know I feel like He's a very integral piece to the puzzle in the way Liverpool set out to beat teams. He's the one there, you know, manning the midfield, telling players what to do, positioning, you know, taking cover for players who aren't in their positions, i.e. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Do you feel that his return will propel Liverpool to the UEFA Champions League final? I'm assuming he was not there the last three games when they lost, right? So yes, he, he got injured during the first leg of the Atletico, t- of the Atletico the tie. tie. Yeah. yeah. 
So if I don't want to say based on assumptions, but <laughs> <laughs> based on 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 the performance that they put in, well, he was not there. It, maybe it showed that uh, our anchor is not here. So hopefully his return tonight against Atletico will spark something into the club uh, because he's the team captain after all, right? Yeah, very difficult, yeah. very so difficult if, team. If, this, if the skipper is back in action, then hey, let's all rock. Yeah. Yes, sir. Liverpool are a very difficult team playing at home. They're yeah. Playing yeah, at Anfield. Considering also, sorry, sorry to cut you in. I think because games are being played behind closed doors in Spain, I think yeah. also fans are not allowed to travel because of the coronavirus oh, thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I think tonight that Atletico is just them and the technical staff and the bus driver. Tragedy. Yeah. No Atletico fans in Liverpool. Yeah, I think so. I think I think, I think, think due to the restrictions, yeah, yeah, traveling corona, restrictions and, and whatnot. Yeah. So what could probably happen is that Atletico would show up to Anfield and park the bus. Interesting stuff. Liverpool versus Atletico Madrid taking place at the time well not at the time of this recording but the same day folks so yeah hopefully you get to comment and tell us what you thought about that game now i want us to you know head on over to the inaugural psl segment of beer beards and football oh lovely times lovely times what do you think about this segment do you feel like it's a win I mean, we record this locally. <laughs> you know, it only makes sense to bring in a local flavor. And that's the idea that we had, you know. So I want us to shimmy over to the team of choice. Maritzburg United versus Polokwane City. You know, Maritzburg winning 1-0 at the weekend at the Heriguala Stadium. Maritzburg have won 4-4 four four and sit in fourth place on the PSL log. What do you feel is the buzz around Maritzburg? They're playing really well. Let me tell you something about Maritzburg. Eh? See, Maritzburg on a Friday night, you must never. You must forget. It's like Burnley Monday night. Oof. Forget. 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 Maritzburg, they... A young wolves. I'd, I'd compare them to wolves. Okay. Yeah. People would say this is far-fetched, but... Com- yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. we have to. We have to. Yeah. I'd compare them to wolves. They're like the giant slayers. Okay. Yeah. Maritzburg United are just giant slayers of the PSL. And uh, I've, I've been impressed with, with their run of form. Yeah. And also, I think also more than anything, because Maritzburg United is not like one of the biggest teams in South African football. Yeah. So they have they have a very, they have a small fan base. Okay. But their fans are always behind them. Like it's it's always like more than a thing. It's they together. There's a whole togetherness about them in in, in in the team. From I think locker room staff, technical, even the bus driver himself. Mm. So I think Maritzburg United are dangerous, and they actually a point behind Vitz Vitz right mm. now. Yeah, who's sitting third, and Vitz won last night. So. Yeah. It's it's man, it's tricky going forward because I think they still have one more giant slayer to play before the end of the the season. But I'm impressed. I think yeah, top four finishes where it's at for Maritzburg United. If not, then third position. Interesting. The class and winner at the weekend means that Maritzburg are sitting a point shy of Orlando Pirates, a giant in itself. Mm. Interesting stuff. Now I want us to head on over to one of the giants, Kaiser Chiefs. Having lost at the weekend to Usutu. <laughs> the boys of the FNB Stadium, sharing that with Orlando Pirates, I would assume, are first on the log. Having mentioned that they lost against the Amazulu on Saturday, Chiefs face Bedford Vitz on Wednesday, which is a, a, a sumptuous, juicy game that we'll be taking again today, the time of this recording. No, tomorrow? That's next week, sir. Oh, next week? Yeah. My apologies. Do you feel like 
well obviously it is an important game considering that vets are also a very tough side to, to play against do you feel like pirates can afford any more slip-ups considering the fact that you know sundowns are also out of the champions league uh, I think you're referring to Chiefs, now. Yeah. Uh, they can't. They 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 cannot because they have dropped uh, seven points in the last nine games, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they've dropped seven in the last nine games. And also, they should also remember that Sundowns have five games in hand, now. Yeah. Yeah. So mathematically, Sundowns can still win, win the, the league. league. Yeah. Mm. So going forward, I think Chiefs cannot afford to drop a point. They cannot even afford to have a draw against anyone. So all they need to be looking at is win, win, win. And uh, they have to play Vets. Vets is tricky. The students are tricky. They're very, yeah, they're very... They, they're, they're tricky. Considering also they're playing here at the Bedvest Stadium. It's a very yeah. small ground. And the fans, the are, fans very, are packed. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 more, it's it's intimate. It's like an intimate ground as compared to the FNB was like 80. It's like Anfield. Yeah, it's like a young Anfield. Whereas at the FNB, it's a big crowd and yeah. big stadium, but crowds don't really fill it up. I think, man, Chiefs need to need to need to win the games. Considering also these like big names at the club who who are not willing to renew contracts and who who actually want to leave because uh, Chiefs are not playing African football. Now, having mentioned the fact that big stars are not wanting to renew their contracts and further their careers at Kaiser Chiefs, do you feel like the coach should start billiard? Because he had a very good game against Amazulu. Billiard issue, uh, it goes beyond the Amazulu game. Mm-hmm. Also, st- before the, the Soweto derby. Because uh, before that, he was out injured. And also, I think the attitude that, that he shows on the pitch, he's he, it's Billiard. He's, mm-hmm. he's what biggest paid player at the club currently. For him, it's it's more, I think for him, it's more of a thing of, it's like a player who wants to play Champions League. You understand? Okay. So he, he probably joined Chiefs not only for, for the big bag, but also in hopes that actually this club can go on and play African football. Because in South R, African, uh, the CAF is like the Champions the League Champions overseas. League, yeah. yeah. So I think for for, for, for Kaza Chiefs and Billiard, Billiard especially, I mean, he's played for Sundowns before. He's won the big star with Sundowns. And uh, I think for him, leaving was a thing of... Uh, let me go see if the grass is actually green on the, the other, other side. side yeah. So if Chiefs do not w- win the the Absa Premiership, then not only Billet is leaving, but also other players surrounding him are also out. Kaiser Chiefs facing Bedvis Vets in their next tie, which you know is at the seasonal apex, and it will prove to be a crucial, crucial tie for the boys. Heading on over to Mamelodi Sundowns um, drew against Al Hali in the CAF Champions League. It was a very, you know, it was a very important tie for them, of course, them being, you know, Champions League, uh, you know, favorites of sorts, because, you know, they're always playing the trade in Africa and we've, you know, become accustomed to the fact that they're that team for us in South Africa, helping us out there in the continent. So them drawing against Alali and being dumped out of the Champions League is unfortunate. Now, do you feel like them being dumped out of the Champions League gives them an advantage considering the fact that they have a five a five game um five games in hand, sorry. Yeah, certainly. Because now they the their only focus is absolute premiership from now on going forwards, now mm-hmm. And they have won seven of their last seven premiership games. So clearly Sundowns are in this a form of of sorts in the PSL. I think them not dropping points anytime soon, not at all being on actually Kaiser Chiefs' tail means that they can actually clinch the title at the last whistle, you know? Mm. So for them, it's 
the focus is now mainly and solely on the absolute premiership and the next five fixtures like i know they're playing against Ellenbosch and then leopards if i'm not mistaken yeah so for them the next two fixtures let me just say the next two fixtures for them is like uh, okay it's not really tricky as compared to what the other the, the teams above them on the log are going to play against yeah. so i think from now on the team on the, on the logs are going to face each other so so for sundowns they they pro, they they're playing against the weaker teams in the club and the in the league more than anything for them just being consistent and putting in a performance the same performance that they've been putting in means that they can actually go on and clinch it interesting stuff now the two of us had a conversation about Gatson Serino how do you feel that with what happened with the coach and so forth and so forth do you feel like he should be suspended he was i think if if samir duty from vets was suspended for verbally abusing a match official mm-hmm. why isn't sarino suspended very good question because i feel like it should be fair play for everybody exactly if if the game of if the name of the game is fair play then let's all just be fair towards each and every situation regardless of from which club the person is or for whatever i mean if honestly speaking if if sarino was the one suspended and duty wasn't suspended Pizzo was going to have a whole rant about it. Yeah, that's true. It's just show fair play, guys. Yes, sir. Interesting stuff. Now, uh, that is how we ended on today's show. Catch all these games upcoming and the ones that are taking place, obviously, at the time of this recording, which will be very tricky for you to do anyway. Make sure you catch these games in the near future, people. Beer Beards and Football says no to racism and women abuse. Anything that you'd like to add, sir? Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram, it's Beer Beards and Football. On Twitter, it's beer, beards, and F1. Uh, yeah, if you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a DM. Yeah, just DM us on either one of those platforms. And there are only two people who don't have beards in this world, and that's women and children.